it simple, keep it small, and there will be enough for all. Take a little, give a lot. Thank Mother Earth and Father Sky for what you've got. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Green Woman Podcast. I am your host, Reggie Weber, and a member of the Green Woman Leadership Training Initiative. As Green Women, we are passionate about growing our own lives and being activists for deep concerns about self-care practices, women's issues, healthy living, nature healing, the environment and climate change, social activism, and living in harmony with Mother Earth. We are artists, educators, coaches, therapists, grandmothers, and green mamas, and we are wrapping our lives and work around making a difference in our world. So I have here today with me, and I'm so honored, I have Dr. Christine Rochester, who is a professor at Colorado State University in Pueblo, where she is the coordinator of the master's emphasis in health and physical education. And, her un- and the undergraduate physical education degree. She works closely with health and recreational leaders and helps train future leaders within the School of Health of Sciences and Human Movement. Christine loves movement herself, and she's an avid outdoor person that loves the adventure and spends her free time paddling, skiing, biking, and hiking. She also enjoys picketball and most sports. So I have Christine here today because she wants to verbally talk about her Green Woman 2021 project intention and how it connects with the university that where she is working at. So Christine, welcome. I'm so glad you could be here today. How are you doing? Thank you, Reggie. Uh, you know, it's just awesome to be here. And I want you to know that pickleball is a rapidly growing sport. In our yeah, I've, I've seen it played just driving by and watching them at a field or whatever. And I've heard about it, but good for you. You're, you know, that physical education professor, you get out there and do it. <laughs> I'm right. not going to do right. it, but you can do it. <laughs> So one of the questions I have for you today is, how in the world did you develop such a strong value as a green woman relating to this project? Well, I don't know if I've mentioned this to you before or not, Reggie, but, you know, I grew up in western Pennsylvania, just outside of Pittsburgh, and it's a rainforest there. Oh. It rains and rains and rains, and when you grow (laughs) up there, you just learn to play in the rain, and from the rain comes all kind of green. So oh, sure. Any place there was an empty lot or, you know, uh, all along the railroad tracks were, were just trees. And so, you know, I spent my whole youth in that environment. And, you know, it was really great. And then my mother was a brownie leader. And before okay. I was, yeah, and before I was old enough to even be a brownie, I got to go to Girl Scout camp. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) And I just loved camping, and we would make those lean-tos. Yeah, yeah. uh, I was a brownie Girl Scout myself, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. And so I just love that. And and then what happened was, you know, even though I went to a really nice school outside of Pittsburgh called Carlington High School, and I took biology and I took health, you know, no one ever talked to us about the impact that humans were having on the planet. And it wasn't until I went to Slippery Rock University and I took the uh, environmental biology that I learned about the impact that humans were having on the planet. And I was just like, wow, you know, and I ended up with my undergraduate in health and physical education. And I went to student teach and I got to teach mental education in the health class. And I just loved it. And I've been teaching that ever since. Wow. That's I can see how you got into this by your background. Um, I, too, grow, grew up and did a lot of camping. And I just love being outside and having nature all around me. And, yeah, I've got fortunate, too, that every time I had a house or moved, I either had wetlands behind me or a lake or a pond behind me. And now I'm out in Wyoming and I have mountains around me. So you are you are true. It is it is really um, special. So that leads me to what green women initiatives, the values that we have, have you taken up at the university itself? Yeah. So, you know, I always felt like we didn't have enough education and about nature in our school system. It's almost like we leave financial education and nature education out mysteriously from the K-12 education. And, and that's mostly my job at the university is prepare people to be K-12 through educators, but also educators of adults in, the rec- in our recreation program that we have. Um, I taught in the Santa Fe public schools and we were always outside uh, with my students. And I, you know, I really think that we needed to have more uh, outdoor education in, in our school in, in Pueblo. Uh, where we prepare the educators and we've added some courses in but basically since I became the green woman educator I've you know one of my one of my projects it started off kind of small really I don't know how your project seems small in the beginning but it grows yeah yeah it's just awesome because I thought well okay I'm going to add one course into our majors class uh, to make it you know always there to make it available for everybody and I added in uh, two classes that freshmen starting uh, next fall will have to take uh, before they can be uh, certified as a, as a physical educator. And it's one is called outdoor physical education and sustainability. And the other one is a methods of health education, which currently is not a a big push in Colorado. We do not have to have a, methods of health education in order to teach health in Colorado at this time. Wow. That seems so surprising for Colorado. I mean, they're always stating, you know, about getting outdoors and being healthy. And of course, a lot of states say that too. So, but you're going to hold them to it, aren't you? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I'm kind of excited. And so those were some of the things I started off with. And then also last summer, I was able to offer a, a course in um, teacher self-care with Tammy Montoya. Right. Right. We, we did a little podcast. We about did that. do that podcast. Yes. Yeah. And, and that really helped, you know, see self-care across the curriculum for our students and they're teaching it in the middle schools and high schools now self-care. 
Wow. Yeah. And, you know, the physical educators, the health is being put upon them. So they're learning to be health, health educators on the job. And then this summer I'm doing a course. It's called Facilitation of Adventure Education. And normally this course wouldn't be online, but we're going to offer it online with an in-person option right up here in Beulah at the Mountain Park. That is awesome. Wow. I hope you get people that will come in person. Yeah, some people can and some people can't. And, you know, some people are looking to get away from their families and other people just can't because they're overwhelmed. And that's you know, true. In this, yeah, it's true. And in this class, you know, the, this teachers are going to learn uh, to be comfortable teaching outdoors. I think a lot of teachers just aren't comfortable teaching outdoors. And yes. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think the physical educators really led the way during the pandemic and showing everybody this is how we do it. Come on, bring your students out. And I see that happening a lot at schools now where all the different subjects are outside when the weather is conducive. Correct. Yeah, I, I've noticed that, too, just in um, up, you know, I'm in Wyoming right now, but even up in Minnesota, I've been noticing a lot of them getting creative and being outside more and um, having the classroom actually outside, like you said, when you can do it on nice days. Um, let me see. So how how has being a part of the Green Woman helped you with your initiatives? Well, you know, being part of the Green Women is just so awesome. And, you know, my small little thing that I thought I could do grows and magnifies because of the support that we have from the Green Women. And I think part of it is, uh, you know, I just watched that movie on Netflix, Sea Spiracy. Oh, yes. I have to tell you that all I saw was the introduction. I haven't gotten there yet. And for people who don't know what Seaspiracy is, in a minute, I'm going to have you explain that. But I have to tell you, just watching the little introduction on it, it turned my stomach and I got so angry. I really did. So go ahead and explain why I got angry. (laughs) Well, you know... It, it just came out like last week, the movie right. onto Netflix. And I'm surprised they even le- allowed it to come out. But it really it shows the negative effects that fishing is having. We're totally overfishing the seas. We're destroying pretty much marine wildlife. And it's gonna it's having really t- horrible effects on our planet mm-hmm. and our the ability of the ocean to absorb the CO2. Right. And, and, you know, not, yeah. let me just stop you for a second. You said fishing. I don't call it fishing. They're harvesting is what they're doing. They're killing and they're harvesting or they're harvesting and killing, I guess. And um, yeah. Right. And then we're convinced that, you know, on the can of fish that we buy, it says sustainably harvest, but none of it is sustainable. And, you know, just like, you know, we're annihilating species on land, we're annihilating species in the ocean, but no one sees it going on because it's so far out. Right. And so this documentary really show illuminates, you know, the severity and the urgency of us people to, you know, do what we can. And I feel like that's what the green woman has done is given me this connection with other people that you know, see what's going on in the world and know the urgency. Uh, and, but, but we can still get out of bed in the morning and do the next right step. 
because you know when I watched that movie, I was really sad. It was oh, yeah. I was crying, just crying. Right. Yeah, right. And you can't you can't make progress if you just live in that. And I think for so long, as I've been teaching my students about you know the human impact of environmental education, I've been getting the hand like we can't deal with that. But now I see a change. I oh. see a change in our young people today where they want to know. And if you think about the high schoolers that walked out of school and said, you know what, why should we study and go to school if we're not going to have a planet that's worth living on in the future? Okay. And that, that happened la uh, before COVID. And, you know, it, it's, it's amazing how the young people today, I think, are going to, you know, carry the torch. And I, I'm just grateful to be part of a group of women that are passing that torch on to our young people. That is very well said. I totally agree with you on that. And as far as the movie goes, um, I just know that they did say the one word and we're creating our oceans to become dead. And like you said, we're, um, we're, uh, you know, we're eliminating the animals of the earth and people don't think they think the oceans are just really big and vast and they'll just continue on like they always do but they're not. And they're dying just as well as everything else on earth is starting to die. And that ultimately is us. And that's why we're in the shape and position that we're in right now. Right. Right. And I think that's one of the things that the green women has done for all of us right. is how do we take care of ourselves while we're facing mm -hmm. this devastating problem on the planet? And, and so that's, you know, one of the things I've learned because I really suffered from burnout earlier in my career as an educator, like so many educators do. Right. And now, you know, with, with green women, it's like, okay, this is what I need to do to take care of myself. Yes. And, you know, and together we, you know, we do that. And, you know, for me, that's just been an awesome and, you know, and I'm so inspired by everybody's projects and I, and I have hope that, you know, we're, we're making an impact. Because I feel so small sometimes, especially after watching that movie. I felt so small. Like, what can I do? Okay, I can buy no more fish or fish oil pills. But how's that going to help? Correct. Right? Correct. So I feel like we have a movement and, you know, we can keep this movement going. You know, there's some hope that we can save some of the species on Earth, including ourselves. Exactly. That's very well put. And like our intention as a group was for our, our intentions was to start that ripple effect of reaching out to our communities, which you're doing in the community you live and the college that you teach and just letting that ripple effect. And I've mentioned before on the podcast that all of us green women are from the East coast to the West coast. And you talk about that ripple effect that we're all having and with your college students, um, then they get out in the world and they do it. So that's what it's all about. And, you know, my project intention, of course, is the podcast. Mm -hmm. And so that is also my goal because I wanted to use my voice. You said earlier in the show, you know, you just felt so tiny. And what difference could we make? And I just wanted to use my voice, like going into schools and, you know, touching someone's life. And then COVID came. And then I ended up using my voice through podcasting. So both you and I, our projects have really grown. Right, right. To the masses. We want to get this information out. And I totally agree with you. 
Yeah, another thing that we're doing in the college in the College of Health Sciences and Human Movement is working on gra developing more graduate classes that get the students into natural environments and feeling comfortable repelling and setting up camp so that when they go back to their schools, they're like, hey, let's go do this stuff. Because, you know, Dave Van Manen has been one of my mentors for over 20 years when I used to work at the Mountain Park Environmental Center. Uh -huh. And, you know, it was just amazing to me that how the students aren't getting out. And so if, if, if they don't get out and getting them away from their electronic devices has never been more difficult. And, you know, we, that's one of the things we want to do is help our educators figure out how to get their students away from their electronic devices and love nature. Right. I mean, it's one thing. I, I don't know. Maybe it was a movie one time or but I had seen because they've been saying like I know in Minnesota, they don't even have any campsites. Almost they're full all summer, which is great. But leave leave to have time where you turn off the phone where you're not in front of a screen because, you know, yes, you can be in the mountains. You won't have service. But there's also many places that you go to that you think you're outside and you're getting away from it all. And yet you're constantly texting and watching music and watching shows. You're really you're in nature, but you're not paying. You're not connecting with nature. And I know that's what it is that you want the people to do and your teachers to teach. You have to get out and connect, not just. Yes, taking a walk is fine, but not with your head and a phone. Yeah. And, you know. I was on a class last night with a student uh, that teaches health in a high school and uh -huh. all the students are coming back full time and they've forgotten how to socialize. Oh my God. Year. So that's a big deal. What they're working on now as teachers is how do we get students to socialize with each other again without their electronic devices? Take them outside. Right. <laughs> you leave the phones in. And we go outside. <laughs> well, one of my teachers told me that they're not allowed to take the student's phone. Only the principal can take the student's phone, which oh. is middle school kids. Oh, for God's sakes. Right. And they're getting iPhones, you know, like at 10 years old now. So I think that our task has never been more difficult. Oh, yeah, it is difficult. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree with you. And they have to have that time away from those phones. And of course, their excuse is going to be, but then I can take, I, I need to take a picture. Like, no, we, no, we nominate mom or dad only to do pictures. <laughs> there are solutions and a lot of it does there come are. from the parents. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And parents need to get outside too, you know, and it would be great for those kids that are like in your program and they come home to their families and you know, the students, and they say, you know, it's not just me that has to get outside. You need to get outside too. Um, so, yeah. So do you have um, any closing thoughts or um, something you want to say or? Well, you know, I, there's a lot of hope with this pandemic and the people re realizing their need for being outdoors. And I think we're really able to move forward with green women and all people and help people understand how to get outside and enjoy nature more. And I think these are what our education programs do and what the green women are aspiring to do. 
and I'm, I'm just really grateful to be part of this organization. Well, that's awesome. And if you don't mind, Christine, um, if anyone wants to contact you, I can just put your email on the description in this podcast. Is that okay? Sure. It's Christine period Rochester at CSU Pueblo.edu. That's great. And I'll repeat it on the description. Um, I just have enjoyed this conversation because I, of course, I love nature (laughs) and all of us green women do. And it has been so much fun to have you here as a professor and instructor and someone, a I want to say a professor and instructor who walks the talk. You know, you're out there and I know that you are always on the move. <laughs> so, Thanks, oh, you're so welcome. So with that said, now I would like to give you all a big thank you for tuning in and listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and download and date rate or review this podcast. They are greatly appreciated. Until next time, stay informed, be healthy, live green, and get outside and in harmony with Mother Earth, our true mother. Keep it simple. Keep it small. And there will be enough for all. Take a little Give a lot. Thank Mother Earth and Father Sky for what you've got.